This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to Just for Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex. I'm your host, Alisa Kreitman. This show is dedicated to providing today's modern women with useful information they need to make empowered, conscious choices. On the show today, I am going to answer questions from the audience. I love getting emails from you all. So please know that and please continue to send me your questions, your comments, ideas you have about people you want to have on the show. And you can send that email to Alisa, A-L-I-S-S-A at personallifemedia.com. So today I'm going to answer a few questions from readers who, it's really fantastic. They're really such heartfelt um, questions that are being offered. And I so appreciate that you trust me and that you send me your heartfelt questions. And so I, in return, will give you my best answers. And I'm going to offer some exercises today as well to combat some of the issues or handle some of the issues that are coming up. I think it's really great when we're um, committed to being empowered in our lives that instead of the behaviors we've always practiced unconsciously, mostly our whole life, that we actually start to develop new practices. If you want a new life, you've got to take new action. And so I like to offer all kinds of new actions that you can take to really transform your life. So I can tell you a little bit about me and my background. I am a professional coach. I coach men and I coach women. I've been involved in transformational work pretty much my entire life, (laughs) but more pointedly for the last 15 years or so. I've done myriad courses, trainings, leadership programs. I'm constantly at the cutting edge of what it means to be human and what it means to live a happy, fulfilled life. And it's really been my constant journey. And I'll continue to share throughout this podcast about some of the things that I've experienced in my life and some of the things I've had to overcome, which is why I'm so curious and so committed to sharing this information with all people, men and women. And which is why I'm a coach. I really enjoy seeing people have those aha moments that they see something they didn't see prior to our conversation. So I facilitate uh, with an organization called the Authentic Man Program. And it's a three-day course for men, um, which is where I have access to meeting a lot of men and coaching a lot of men. Authentic SF is a company that creates programs, workshops for men and women so that people can have relationships that thrive. 
So the Authentic Man program is a three-day workshop for men. And the men spend Friday and Saturday with other men doing all kinds of work together. I actually don't know what they do (laughs) because I'm not allowed in. But on Sunday, the women, that's when the women come in. And it's really phenomenal. You know, women are so intuitive and it's really amazing to me that men aren't necessarily completely aware of that. And when we come in and work with the men and we tell them how we're feeling and what we're sensing and what we think, it's usually right on the money. And a lot can happen, a lot can get unearthed and transformed in just one day. So uh, that's a powerful course for any men who are listening. You can find out more about that at justforwomenshow.com. I've got a link there to the Authentic Man program, and you can check that out. What else? I'm an author. I wrote a book called Elise's Four Cornerstones to Living Your Dreams. And you can find out about that on my website. And I'm about to launch a product. It's... Um, super exciting for me to launch this product. It's called Five Masterful Techniques for Fear and Anxiety Relief. And you learn all about how to transform emotion. There's meditations, guided visualizations, audio lessons, video tutorials. It's really fantastic. And it's it's the price of one coaching session. So it's extraordinary. It's been such an amazing experience putting that together. So it really is the foundation of a lot of the work that I do. So let's get into some of these questions so I can offer some of my insight and exercises to you, my listeners. So the first question here is from a woman who says, I've been in a live-in relationship for 10 years and we've been in a difficult patch. I'd love to hear some expert advice on turning around resentment and regret to build a stronger bond. So what I would say about turning around resentment is usually why resentment is happening is because something in the space isn't getting communicated. Either there's a reaction that's happening from something somebody's doing and it's not being spoken. When communications, truths, things that hurt us, affect us in an emotional way, aren't addressed and we stuff them, resentment starts to build. The more we can practice being calm, centered, and in communication, owning our feelings about things with I statements versus you did this or you made me feel this way, more owning, wow, I noticed that when you opened the door like that, I got a little scared. Instead of staying in our head and thinking, wow, this person's really because they open the door that way, we really get to share our experience of what happened. Intimacy is not lost. Connection is made when we share our truth in the moment. And that is a great way, if we can do it in the moment, to speak so resentment doesn't build. Now, I know that's easier said than done, and I have many ways 
that I would recommend on how to communicate effectively. One of them is in the Masterful Techniques program. But I'm going to talk about a practice that I use um, that really helps to fuse energy. It helps cut down high emotion so that you can actually get to a place of calm communication. This practice is called having a withhold session. So the withhold is the communication that you never gave. And because you never gave it, the energy around it sort of has started to build or it's been suppressed and it's it's accumulating, you know, when we don't share what's going on, it starts to build that energy, that tension starts to build. And then, of course, the resentments start to happen. So with the withhold session, how that works is you want to find someone who's a good friend, a good girlfriend, male friend, anyone but the person who you have the withhold with. Because what you're trying to do is diffuse the energy, decrease the high emotion, and say what you needed to say that you couldn't say because you got so triggered or hurt or whatever it was. It doesn't necessarily have to be anger. But that was there was some emotional reaction that you weren't able to address in the moment, and so you stuffed it. And now there's all this resentment building. So you have your girlfriend, and there you are. And so how it goes, it's, it's a kind of call and response type scenario where you say to your friend, so-and-so, there's something I've withheld from you. And your friend knows to say, okay, would you like to tell me? And then you say, yes. And then you say the thing that you didn't say. And you go on and on and on and you say everything that you didn't say. You say how it affected you, how it hurt you, all, all of the things that you never thought to say, that you did not take the opportunity to say. And when you're done, give your friend a nod so they know you're done. And their response is thank you. That's it. So there you are. You say, so-and-so, there's something I've been withholding from you. Your friend says, okay, would you like to tell me? You tell him or her, and then they say thank you. And you can continue to do this. I actually meet with people and we do this. It It is life transforming. If you can do this with some of your girlfriends, even once a week, once a month even, just pull withholds with each other, you will be amazed at what comes out. I mean, literally, think of it. Our whole life is <laughs> this one big, huge mountain backlog of things we didn't say. Now, once you get through a lot of the uh, high emotion, painful things, there's also the withhold of love. And I think it's really important to remember or even end on loving withholds where you weren't able to share your love with someone. And it's the same format. So-and-so, there's something I've been withholding from you. Okay, would you like to tell me? Yes, when you brought me those flowers up to my room when I wasn't feeling well, I completely fell in love with you. And I never told you that. 
give a little nod, they say thank you. So ultimately why we do these withholds is to get to this experience of love. And so it's really important to say those as well. So that's my recommendation for how to turn around resentment. It's really about going back and looking at where did you not speak up? Where were you not expressed? Where did that energy, the thinking, the desire to communicate and share, where did that get thwarted and how to go back and um, say that? And so once, once you start moving that energy, normally, mostly what I find is that it's much easier to go to the person and talk to them from a completely new place. And they won't even know what's going on. They'll just know that you're much more calm, relaxed. And even if they didn't know something was going on with you, you'll at least be able to tell them in a more calm way because you've, you've either tapped into the love that you have for them or you've decreased the um, tension you've had with them. Either way, you're going to be much more available for connection and relationship with them. So I hope that exercise helped. Again, it's one of my favorites and um, yeah, use it whenever you can. I think it'd be a great time to take a break. So let's take a break and I'll come back and answer some more questions from you, the Just for Women amazing audience. Thank you so much for writing into me and I deeply appreciate it. I'm your host, Elisa Kreitman, talking about how to transform resentment and I'm answering some questions from you, my fantastic audience, and we'll be right back. Listen to Sex, Love, and Intimacy, a podcast providing weekly audio workshops for your pleasure and connection on personallifemedia.com. Welcome back. I'm Elisa Kreitman, your host of Just for Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex. In this episode today, I am answering questions from the Just for Women audience. And before the break, we were talking about how to turn around... Resentment. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? This is, this is my um, offering for digital technology. Ready? Resentment. Resentment. <laughs> I know, I'm such a dork. That's my favorite thing whenever I look up a word. I always do the audio. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about resentment. And um, someone had written in 
about questioning how to turn around resentment and also um, how to turn around regret to build a stronger bond. And we had talked about the withhold session. I walked us through that, which is a fantastic exercise. Another exercise I want to offer is, um, and this is a way to transform regret, because again, Oh, regret is such a hard one. You know, it's, um, if you think about it, it's almost a way to beat ourselves up, right? Like we're not actually getting over the situation. We're kind of ruminating in the regret. So whenever I find myself in that kind of situation, I like to write about it. And so what I'm going to offer is a series of sentence stems. And so what I would like you to do is get a piece of paper we're going to write down these sentence stems and you can use this. I like to call it transforming regret uh, to build a stronger bond. And so, again, it's about tapping into the emotional components that we overlooked for whatever reason. We overlooked them. We couldn't deal with them in the moment. And there's some regret there. So the first sentence stem I want you to answer. Let's just go ahead and write these all down and then we can go back and fill them in. So the first one I'd like you to write down is I regret. And again, we'll go back and fill this in in a minute. Second sentence stem. How I feel about that is. How I feel about that is. Third sentence stem. What I really wanted to do slash say was. What I really wanted to do slash say was. Acknowledging that makes me feel. Acknowledging that makes me feel. One thing I want you to know is. So if you were writing to someone or this was something that you hadn't said to someone. One thing I want you to know is. And you could be writing this to yourself. What I am now taking responsibility for. What I am now taking responsibility for. And then the last sentence stem is that makes me feel. That makes me feel. So. You can go back now and think of something that you have regret over. It could be something really big. It could be something very small. And let's go ahead and run through these series of sentence stems. So I'll fill in with mine. So mine would be, um, I have some regret around not staying in better touch with my sister and my little niece. So I could say, um, 
I regret, I, I guess this would be to my sister. So I regret that I haven't stayed in better touch with you and Lila. How I feel about that is, I feel bad about that. I feel as though I could make time to stay in better touch and maybe send Lila little things, something so that she knows that I'm her auntie and that I'm here, even though I'm 3,000 miles away. What I really want to do or say was, what I really wanted to do or say, what I really wanted to do was be more present and accounted for and in communication. Acknowledging that makes me feel, hmm, acknowledging that makes me feel more present and able to do something about it and take new actions. One thing I want you to know is, one thing I want you to know is that I think you're a fantastic mother and that Lila is such a gorgeous, bright, gem, rare child of love. And you have done such a great job with her. And I don't think I tell you that enough. It's to my sister. So what I am now taking responsibility for is that I have been out of communication and it pains me and that I am going to do a better job at talking to you once a week and sending Lila little things in the mail so she knows her auntie and figure out a way where we can do more video chat. That makes me feel good. It makes me feel as though that issue is a little bit out of the closet and into the foreground of my mind and my heart. And it makes me feel a lot better to know that um, I can admit that and start to take some new actions in my life. So I hope you enjoyed that and that you have run through that scenario for yourself and looked at where you can transform these regrets that you're having about anything, anytime, use this these sentence stems to really go in and look and feel the feelings that are there, feel some of the emotions that maybe uh, you haven't been feeling around this thing because I'll tell you the emotional component of this is super important. Many times it's the unprocessed emotion that has us stay stuck in these uh, regrets and situations, even resentments as well. So I think it's really, really important to go back and sift through some of this emotional territory where there are things that we either did or that we haven't done that affect us. And so like with my sister now, I can really share that with her and get some support around it, let her know how much I love her and love Lila and that I miss them and that it's, it's not something I'm necessarily saying to them. 
And I think sometimes, at least I forget that uh, people love me and they want to connect with me. And so I'm sure it's the same for you, that there's people in your life that love you and want to connect with you. And it's really up to us to take charge of our lives and process this stuff so we can be available in our lives to our lovers, our husbands, our families. So that's the uh, exercise on transforming regret. Let's move on here. There are other people who've written in. Okay, so I'm going to answer this question from a woman who has been dating a guy approximately four months who frequently refers to his exes, including his ex-wife. Usually not by their names. He'll say, we did this or we did that. A woman I used to date said this or said that. It bothers me and pisses me off. I don't comment usually or let him know that it irks me. I object because I think he's grouping me with them. I also think this is a long-term habit because he does it around his family, mom, dad, sisters, and they act as though it's normal talk. I've commented only once when he did this. I said that I think you should finish any issues with an ex and not bring your baggage forward into a new relationship because you're imposing these things onto the new person and that's not fair. It slowed him down but didn't stop him. However, he was quiet for several minutes after my statement. I'd like to know what you think. Well, well, well. <laughs> it's never fun when a man refers out of the present moment to the past, especially when it's referring to other women. And so I just want to say it sounds as though what he is doing, because it's not just with you. It sounds as though he does it around his family, which they're not saying anything about. And so of course, in his world, it seems very normal. So I would I would tread lightly on this one. It doesn't sound like he's doing it maliciously. You would know if it was malicious. Um, it would probably have a different flavor to it. But the thing to really pay attention to is that you're having a reaction. And that's always an indication of something, right? An emotional trigger in us is really something for us to look at. It's such excellent information that we can use to check in with ourselves. Hmm, why is this pissing me off so much? And I do agree. I think that it's really important for you to say something. But again, it doesn't sound like he's even aware that talking, referring to other women... Um, is bothering you. I think you need to share with him in a way that he can hear you why it's bothering you. And that work I think you've got to do for yourself. Look at what pisses you off so much that he's talking about other women. Now here's the thing. He's not necessarily talking about them I don't know. I mean, we'd have to go into a little detail here. A woman I used to date said this or said that. I can see how that would be annoying after a while. But here's what he needs to know. Instead of just getting that you're annoyed and pissed, he needs to understand the emotional content of it. Why it bothers you. What about him putting putting his attention there on the past and these other women bothers you so much 
And it could be as light as, you know, honey, when I hear you talk about women from your past, I notice I feel a little twinge of jealousy. Or I notice I get a little bored. Or I notice that I want to shut down and leave the conversation. And then you can explore it together. I think it's really important not to make him wrong because I think that men do a lot of things that we think they're doing somehow intentionally to piss us off. And this is a fantastic example of where he's doing something he is completely oblivious and unconscious about that's pissing you off. And this is where you can step up and be totally um, communicative in a way that honors both you and him. One of the ways I recommend to do that is do something called the acknowledgement sandwich. And this is where you acknowledge something positive about the person, you deliver the communication that's been difficult to communicate, and then you say thank you or some kind of nice gesture at the end. It is now it's a communication tool. This is not something to be uh, fudged with, you know, it has to come from your heart. Otherwise, the person will definitely feel like you're trying to snow them or something. (laughs) Believe me, I've tried it both ways. And uh, it really helps to ground into knowing why the emotional trigger was there and really feeling into it for yourself. Doing that work yourself, it's only going to help you in the long run. I can talk more about doing emotional um, releasing and freedom work maybe in the next podcast that I record. But let's get back to the acknowledgement sandwich. So the acknowledgement sandwich is, here's how I would use it. So say his name is uh, uh, Trent. I like that name. That's the new hot name, I think, Trent. (laughs) Okay, Trent. Hey, Trent, I want to, let's see, let me just get grounded into this really being true here. Kind of think about someone from my own life. Okay, Trent, I really appreciate how you go all out to make sure that the house is clean and tidy and looks good and smells good and feels good. I really appreciate how much attention you put on having our environment be really clean and comfortable and neat. And there's something I've been wanting to share with you and I've been a little bit afraid to share this with you, but I want to share with you because I want to I want to get closer to you and I noticed that when I'm not saying it, I feel distant from you. So I want to say this in an effort to get a little closer to you. And what I want to say is, is that when we're talking and you make references to other women and say things like, we did this or we did that or a woman I used to date said this, it really kind of bothers me. And I notice that I get a little tweaked and I, I, I get bothered. <laughs> So I just wanted to share that with you and maybe explore with you why that is and why, what is it that you um, get out of sharing that information with me? 
Because in my experience, it seems a little unconscious. Your family doesn't say anything about it. Um, so I was just wondering what that was for you. What, what, what's that about when you reference um, other women? So thank you for listening to me. I just really wanted to say that I, I really love you and appreciate you and just want to get a little closer to you. And I want to understand this. I want to understand this piece that's been bothering me. So thanks for listening. So that's the acknowledgement sandwich. You say something positive that you appreciate this person for the thing that's been difficult for you to say, and then thank them for listening. You know, it's just a nice way to uh, connect with someone and deliver a difficult situation. I think that's one of the biggest, most important tools of being an empowered, conscious woman is owning our emotional triggers, and then learning to communicate in a way that's effective, where our hearts are being revealed, that people hear us, they can feel us, and that greater intimacy and connection is being created versus shutdown, regret, resentment. This is, it's totally up to us, you know? We are, we are the commanders of our cruise ship. We are at the helm. So... I really hope that these exercises were useful to you. They're definitely ones that I use in my life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please email me. Send me more questions, more things you're struggling with, what you want to hear about on Just Fair Women, Dating, Relationships, and Sex. Again, my email is alisa, A-L-I-S-S-A, at personallifemedia.com. And I welcome any and all communications. Maybe next time I'll answer some communications from men. Men write me a lot. So it's really fun. I'd love to answer some of those questions for my male listeners who are tuning in. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, well, that brings us to the end of the show. I'm Elisa Kreitman, your host of Just for Women Dating Relationships and Sex. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the uh, ads, the sponsors, maybe checking out some of their things. Stay tuned for my product coming out soon, Five Masterful Techniques for Fear and Anxiety Relief. I'll do a show on that, tell you a little bit more about it coming up here. I hope you're having a fantastic time in your life and keep tuning in next week for more juicy news you can use. Thank you. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.